Hello and welcome to the Green Business Podcast, a show about climate entrepreneurs and their exciting businesses. I am your host Bharti for these weekly conversations about scaling up the climate-driven business. Today I am very excited to meet Prabhu, who is founder of Respose Technologies. Respose is the largest manufacturer of e-waste processing machines in India. and their mission is to create a network of small businesses who can recycle e-waste locally welcome to the show prabhu and thank you so much for coming here thank you arthi for inviting me it's delighted to be on your show and welcome to all the guests who are going to listen to us okay so prabhu you started recycling e-waste almost 8 9 years back much before it was fashionable to recycle uh, please give us insights into your journey of starting respose oh, i like i like that words uh, fashionable to recycle is interesting choice uh, well the thought of an environmental centric business was in my mind since a long time but by the time i i could gather the necessary courage to quit the comfort zone uh, you know it was more than 18 years right. i was in a it industry for almost 18 years when i decided to quit and i joined iim bangalore now during those two years at iimb i got a lot of time to think and plan right uh, my first uh, business plan was actually written in the iim campus excellent and once that was written yeah once that was written i started i just found a co-founder and uh, we started okay uh, so i believe you started as a e-waste recycler but now you are creating a network of e-waste recyclers so take us through that journey as well yeah yeah we we did change tracks Uh, we started with the intent of being a small e-waste recycling company in 2010. Right. Uh, we set a target for a meager 300 tons capacity per annum. Uh, you know, considering what seemed possible, given the Indian e-waste scenario at that point in time. Uh, with that number in mind, we started scouting for machinery, and we found uh, that there was no one in India providing the required machinery. so we looked international we liked the price points of the chinese but the quality was a question mark and mm. we liked the german quality but the price was a question mark on our pockets <laughs> you know so <laughs> and of course partly they were also heavily oversized the german machines were oversized as well uh, and india is a very different market things do not work here the same way as they do in the west uh, we have collection limits we have investment issues but we have ample labor right so the machinery had to be customized for our use we could not possibly just import something and start using right you know so uh, so that's how we decided to build something ourselves for our own use hmm. uh, it's like we looked both east and west and decided the home is the best and hmm. we started hmm. uh, so it was like uh, we drew the complete process on on the whiteboard and based on the process we indianized lot of things and um, built our machines accordingly so somewhere during our research development and design process hmm. we thought that 
it may be a better idea to be a enabler for the recyclers in india rather than just do thing ourselves because hmm. how much could we do as a single entity right you know our mission of cleaning of cleaning the planet uh, could be served better by democratizing the technology and providing affordable and reliable machinery to more number of smaller players hmm so that way we could serve our cause better hmm so today uh, we have we have enabled 23 recyclers in india with a cumulative capacity of over 50000 tons per annum right. we couldn't have done it ourselves right right yeah. okay so talking about these uh, recyclers who you assist um, how do economics work out for them how what kind of investments how much waste what kind of waste do they need to collect Uh, okay, there are a couple of questions uh, bundled together, so let me just uh, dismantle those questions a little bit. Right. Uh, so first, let's look at the investment. Hmm. Uh, investment depends on the target capacity. Uh, we generally recommend a new startup, you know, to start with something like 500 tons per annum and scale up to 1,000 tons per annum. Okay. That kind of setup needs machinery worth about 40 lakhs. Hmm. and a working capital of another 40 lakhs uh, plus add the land building and uh, other expenses rent basically rent and other expenses uh, so it's about a crore worth of a project right. of course one can have uh, 30 lakhs from their own investment and rest can be through external money and you are good at that you know hmm. yeah uh, but this uh, one crore size project is a sweet spot it fits in the budget It, the targets are fairly achievable in terms of collection and at this level the recyclers can break even in about 18 to 24 months provided they are able to collect uh, at least about 70 to 80% of the capacities okay. so the next question was what should they collect the what should they collect is um, yeah practically you will not be able to cherry pick once you go to for collection you will not be able to cherry pick so you will need to collect everything that comes uh, is categorized as electronic waste and um, the machine is able to support it the process is able to support it anyway so i am when i am talking about uh, 18 to 24 months uh, break even that is considering uh, uh, a mix of everything you know a homogeneous average collection over a um, entire year right so that way you will be able to get it that way okay of course as you can get more collection you can start thinking of and planning for precious metals hmm. Now, precious metal recovery is not viable unless you hit about 5000 tons per annum okay so that till that time till the time you get that 5000 tons recyclers need to steadily build their business with copper and aluminum recovery and a bit of resale and refurbishment so that's what we generally recommend okay okay is that answer your question yes yes it does and uh, since we are talking about the quality of e-waste etc just a general question for my knowledge that if i use a better quality computer or of a or a better quality phone does that mean that it also gives better quality e-waste 
Uh, yes, very much. You know, uh, it, see, as technology is progressing, we are seeing lighter, smaller, faster devices. Right. What it simply means in terms of materials is these materials are are newly forged. There are new materials which have not been existing earlier. Hmm. Point number one. Point number two. More of precious metals are used because design is becoming smaller. Heat dissipations are. Uh, we need to provide for better heat dissipations designing is becoming minimalistic efficient mm-hmm. so that's how the intrinsic quality of material used in the devices is increasing mm-hmm. also the number of these new age devices is skyrocketing you know, from a recyclers perspective it is good because uh, you get a better quality of material but at the same time it's also a bad news because earlier we needed we needed to collect say about 100 devices to complete a, a one ton let's say now for the same one ton he needs to collect 120 or 130 units okay uh, so so it's like uh, you need to do a little more work to achieve the same amount of uh, amount of collection in terms of volume hmm. uh, but the economics per ton are also going up by 30 to 40% okay. Yeah. okay so that net it is good okay. it definitely helps okay and uh, we have had an unprecedented year of crisis right so how have your entrepreneurs uh, survived this and what innovation have they brought in uh, to be able to survive this crisis uh covid uh, surely had a impact on all industries to varying degrees right uh, of course some some industries really flourished in this pandemic well some sadly had to shut down as well as per recyclers are concerned uh, i think they had a mixed time most of our customers they had a mixed time for the first 2 3 months of the lockdown it was difficult for everyone we just not able to fathom what's going what's happening hmm. uh, but later most of them have been able to find a good traction uh because slowly all those unlock uh, stages started and we people were able to travel of course it added to the cost of doing business but at least things started moving in uh, people got used to video conferencing etc and things started to work from there on after the first 3 months hmm the good part of covid is that this work from home culture has picked up quite a bit and is sure to continue right now because of this the influx to urban centers and the digital divide hmm will likely uh, to be reduced i mean they will, they will reduce that's what i feel okay the rural economy will also start growing because a lot of people who have migrated to their hometowns may choose to work from there hmm and as a result you will see electronic markets will no more be confined to pockets so it okay. will be a more equitable distribution of digitization and that will only increase the e-waste opportunity mm-hmm. so that is the the long term impact of covid on the business now during this business what people did obviously they really struggled uh, to uh, uh, to manage their finances and collections because it was not easy to collect anything at all and uh, but yes they did did well to put lot of technologies in place to streamline inter- we also did the same thing we streamlined lot of internal processes 
and we could do a lot of things uh, in a much better way than what we are doing earlier all of us okay so okay so overall it should yeah it should look at it should throw up opportunities for you in the smaller cities as well that's what you are saying yeah yeah every pandemic or every every worldwide global crisis only results in a better future okay okay so mm-hmm. uh, prabhu you already have uh, supplied 23 plus projects right uh, what are your plans uh, in future to scale up mm, future plans yes definitely we have a very uh, ambitious plans um we are looking at um, lot of technology oriented uh, work basically we are also working on uh, blockchains and ai and we are trying to build a platform uh, for bringing in the much needed transparency and trust in the entire uh, e-waste ecosystem right now that is the thing which is holding the entire uh, segment back so we are trying to bring in that transparency uh, ease of doing business etc using technology so that is one thing that we are doing hmm. second thing that we are also doing is apart from e-waste we are looking at uh, other aligned industries also in terms of recycling uh, but obviously uh, like for example uh, when i talk about automobiles automobiles is like uh, almost a electronic device now yes and automobile and with the new electric vehicles etc coming in uh, it will be very difficult to say that this is not a electric device so hmm. that's the kind of uh, allied mm, uh, expansion that we are doing in terms of uh, newer products and newer technologies um, we are also trying to uh, to help our uh, existing customers for shoring up their collections uh, again the same technology platform that i talked about a slightly different variation of that hmm. but yeah these are things that we are planning okay and uh, lastly uh, do you have suggestions for entrepreneurs who are looking to start a e-waste or any other environment friendly enterprise yes i do have a suggestion and it's very simple suggestion <laughs> go for it go for it start mm. that's the mm. suggestion i would say because mm. you know all this, this entire environment se- sector is a great sector to be in not only from a social and um, uh, the ecological perspective but also from a profitability perspective hmm. for example uh, even headroom growth growth is huge in this for just if you look at only e waste for that matter we have at least about 80% headroom for growth hmm. and in the recent budget if you have heard the government has uh, has declared a significant amount of money for municipal solid waste hmm. so it's huge the capacity is huge plus the cagr of the industry is like uh, more than 20% across all the waste streams if you look at hmm. in case you are considering starting an environment centric business and you have the willingness to dig in your heels and stay invested uh, in terms of both efforts and money jump in right away that's my advice we can help you to find investments provide technology and all the necessary guidelines to be successful in your venture
Thank you for listening to the Green Business Podcast. For free resources and materials, head over to finetrain.com. Thank you so much.